This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. Taz and the Moose with you right here on this Friday morning, CBS Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. You've got uh, Mike and Billy across the way on the side, bogus with your updates, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. That is your number to call. NFL picks coming your way later on this hour. Let's get to it. Here we go. The three. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. The Buccaneers beat the Panthers 2014. Yeah, oh, very God. downtrodden, yeah. uh, Andrew Bogus. At that point, I mean, that just shows he, has, he, you know, that just shows he doesn't want to do it. Still got to bring it. Well, he just doesn't. Still got to bring it. He just, he's just a wise ass. 20 to 14, your final last night in what was yet another doozy of an NFL Thursday night game. Uh, really not all that exciting, Taz, uh, in terms of action. Give the Buccaneers credit. They needed the victory. Get themselves to one and one. Not like Carolina didn't. Now they're zero and two and two straight home losses to begin the year. I mean that's a nightmare. That's a disaster. And then you look at the quarterback Cam Newton, who, you know, as some will tell you, you know, Cam Newton looks like what scouts believed he looked like last year, a guy that it got took excuse me a one beating after another in the National Football League, took unnecessary hits, and you're seeing that take a toll on what is a you know a relatively young man. I mean, we're not looking at Cam Newton; he's 37, right. 38 years of age, Taz. But and we've discussed this before. Andrew Luck ran, for, you know, retired from the game because his body was so beat up, and he didn't want to deal with the rehab process. Does Newton look like the same player he did three, four years ago? He does not. He's coming off shoulder surgery, had the ankle injury, and his accuracy seems to have gotten worse. And that played into the Bucks game plan where they said, all right, let's stop McCaffrey. Let's make Newton beat us and be accurate throwing the football, and we don't think he can do it. And he didn't. No, he didn't. And, it, you know, this is like we were saying, man, it's like they're 0-2 now. Back-to-back losses at home. You know, it's 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 tough. Now you got to go on the road. Uh, you know, it, confidence has got to be very low right now in that locker room. Uh, so, you know, they got to figure this out. I mean, um, really just a ridiculous play. We talked a lot about it earlier. That, you know, I, I don't believe the game ever comes down to one play for the most part. I think that there are plays and situations that build up to put you in a position to win or lose, you know. So, but there was a point with about a minute and 20 something seconds left, fourth and one, and the play call was very odd. We talked a lot about this. So, if you want to hear it on the podcast, the full detail of it, go to Taz and the Moose and go to either Apple Podcast, radio.com on the app on the website, or Stitcher Radio, and you can get the show every day for free. So, and get the full conversation about this play where the Buccaneers were up 20 to 14 over the Panthers at that point. Like I said, a minute and about 25 seconds left, and uh, and the play call was odd. They, they went with like a gadgety trick play, like a reverse um, play where the, the snap was a direct snap in a shotgun formation. 
to Christian McCaffrey where he faked it, and then he, you know, he tries to score or get the first down, I should say. And no, he gets shut down. He gets stopped. And um, you got, like I said earlier, you got to give great credit to, to the defense coordinator, Todd Bowles, for that scheme that he put in for this game. And specifically for Hofgraves, who was the cornerback, who basically contained and, and, and held McCaffrey from getting that first down. But Moose, you pointed out earlier, and it was a great job by you, no need to even try to get the touchdown. Let's get the first down. Quarterback yeah. Sneak Jones, you hello. Got plenty of, you, you got know. plenty of time. Yeah. He, you know, uh, Rivera, and uh, as we mentioned earlier on, kept on saying, well, we felt like we were going to score. You, you didn't need to score there. Uh, the, the point being is that you just needed, at that stage, to get the first down. So yeah. get, put yourself in not the best scoring play. It wasn't fourth and goal. It wasn't fourth and one from the two-and-a-half-yard line, Taz, with six seconds to go. I've got one play to run right. uh, before the game is over. Yeah. Uh, this is a fourth and short at the two and a half, three yard line with a minute twenty six seconds left to go in regulation. Yeah. So uh, you've got plenty of time, and time is on your side. The goal there is to get a first down. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's I mean, it's simple. We talked about it. I mean, you got a quarterback in Cam Newton who's done this forever, where he can run great, and he's uh, quarterbacks. Quarterback sneaks are great because he's 6'5", whatever he's, 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", whatever. He's a big dude. I mean, and he's he's, he's a strong-bodied guy. He's coming off that shoulder, and maybe they were concerned. Maybe they're concerned about him getting hurt going into, in, into the mosh pit trying to get that first down on the goal line that late in the game. Let's have him get on the uh, center quarterback sneak. Maybe they were worried. Maybe they were worried he was going to get hurt. Yeah, maybe they were, Taz. Maybe they were. But now it's a disaster for Carolina. They're 0-2. And for the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers, Taz, they get a much-needed victory. And as much as we criticized Jameis Winston or I criticized him last week, um, he deserves credit for this week. It was a winning road game. He didn't yeah. make a, you know he only threw the ball for 25 times 16 to 25 did have the one touchdown threw for a tad over 200 yards Taz he was good he did it what he did right. what he needed to do in order to help that team win and put them in the best possible position to be successful yeah absolutely his like to, to the point you just made about Winston like his numbers his stats in that game they're not going to be like oh wow amazing how great he played you know it's not going to make you feel like that I'll tell you but you know, he did enough to win. He was he, was, he made some clutch passes, uh, ca- uh, catches, uh, passes, I should say, uh, uh, many times. I was fixing to say here that, and I mentioned earlier, the beginning of this game was very clunky because the game stopped. They had to stop the game, a weather delay because of lightning, and it was just very, it was tough to get into a rhythm, like to watch it or for the players. I can imagine how hard it was. It was raining like crazy um, out in Carolina, and, you know, it was just... And, and Fox had issues with the cameras. They only had two cameras going. They had a sky cam jib gimmick going and some other handheld, whatever it was. It was a tough watch. Um, you know, and I was thinking of you, like I said, I'm like, oh, man, Moose is always saying, ah, oh, the Thursday night football. Not <laughs> and I'm like, God, Moose must be loving this. This is horrible. Oh God, it yeah, <laughs> it was bad. It was absolutely <laughs> terrible. But Tampa Bay wins. And that's all for them. That's all they care about. They found a way to win the football game. All right, all next. Right. Number two. Report, Pats and Raiders unaware of Antonio Brown allegations. Uh, As we had speculated here for the last handful of days since the news came down, I would say last, what, couple mornings, Taz, uh, since uh, the the, uh, civil lawsuit was filed against against Antonio Brown, uh, the sexual assault, three different occasions, Brittany Taylor, um, that what did the Raiders know? What did the Patriots know? And and now, reportedly, both of them knew nothing about it. There was a confidentiality agreement between the two sides as they were having discussions. Lawyers were having discussions before the lawsuit was filed. 
Um, and uh, the Raiders didn't know when they got rid of him, and the Patriots reportedly did not know when they signed him. Yeah, I know. Um, it's, 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 you know, you would think, wow, how did they not know? How did they not check into this? But like we were talking about earlier, if it's something between, you know, the, the two, you know, uh, her, her party and his party, and they're keeping it confidential, or both those the people involved, or whatever the accusations, whatever the truth is, you know, I don't know if we're ever going to know the truth. Right. But um, it, it's not a criminal uh, charge. It's, it wasn't like she went and had a police report done. Therefore, I guess that's how you could just keep it confidential. And then that's also how, I guess, in regards to background checks and whatnot, the Raiders and all the Patriots couldn't find out, you know, um, uh, you know, unless Drew Rosenhaus is going to tell them. Yeah, be open yeah. and honest with yeah. them and, and let them know, which would have broken the, the confidentiality agreement. And, um, Taz, I, I guess it, it also makes both organizations look better that they didn't know because the Raiders were planning to play him. Until his you know last Instagram post as a member of the right. uh, Oakland Raiders and the Patriots, you know they signed him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you go out and say, uh, you know, we're in negotiations, Taz, and Drew Rosenhaus, you know, is is on the phone or whatever, and goes, listen, guys, I also have to let you know, uh, you know, before you sign him, that in the next coming days, a civil sexual assault lawsuit. Uh, could come down against Antonio Brown. Right, right. And then as an organization, you give him $10 million guaranteed? It's kind of weird. <laughs> it's a That's a bit. Yeah. With, the, with yeah. the owner going yeah. through what he went through going in January? Through, yeah, right. In Florida. Yeah. Ah, I know. Robert Kraft. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a little strange. So it makes him yeah. look better that they didn't know, it, too. No, it does. It does. And... Um, I don't know, and as of now, right? He's 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 he is playing. Yeah, he's right? he going to play. As, as of we now. saw, and we played the audio for you earlier on in the show. He was at uh, the training TB12 training facility. Yeah, uh, <laughs> working his way through that test. So uh, a little shout out to Alex Guerrero, uh, talking about how good God is. Uh, stare down the devil. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, that he keeps on working. Yeah, just keep working. Uh, someone's got to work. Or he said something like that, right? Uh, someone's got to work. You got to keep working. Keep working. Keep got to keep on working. Right. Got to keep grinding. It's a very. Five, I mean, I got to keep going. That's it. That's you know exactly. Right. That basically covers it. Yeah. All right. Next. Number three. Sam Darnold has mono. Uh, correct, Andrew. He does. God, he's so annoying. Um, and he's going to be out several weeks here. There's still no there's no exact timetable, Taz. Uh, but a lot of people think it's going to be in the neighborhood of over four, four weeks, right? Yeah. Right around a month that he is going to be out uh, dealing with mononucleosis. We know the kissing disease and saliva it spread through. So, uh, obviously, Sam Darnold was active. Uh, or he was like to share cups. That, that, and all can aside, that's how it could happen. Yeah. I remember my wife used to yell at my son all the time, like when he was a freshman in high school. So don't, you know, she would watch like at games if he was on the sideline and share any kind of water. Or, and it, don't put your mouth on those, but don't, you know, like she would freak because of mono. Well, my son, I talked about this earlier, he ended up getting mono. He had it his senior year of high school and he was playing lacrosse and he couldn't, and throwing football, he couldn't play for six weeks because he had mono. So a lot of people might not understand. It's it's a very dangerous infection. Your spleen uh, can enlarge during the infection. And it's a very high risk of it getting ruptured, which you can die from. Yeah. So if you take a hit, like a physical, you know, physical, any kind of physical thing. So if you're playing football or whatever, basketball, soccer, lacrosse, whatever, hockey, you know, and you have that. Now, it's odd that 
I, I don't know how common it is in pro athletes. You said earlier, I don't want to put words in it. I think you've never heard of this. Only he is covering sports. I've never a, heard of it. With an adult. I, 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 I have either. not. A pro athlete, I should say, you know? Yeah, I mean, you've heard about it. I think I've heard about it in college. Like right. with college athletes. Yeah. I've heard it. Um, I don't I can't tell you, Taz. Maybe someone knows or has an example or it happened. I can't tell you the play, the the last pro athlete that had mono. And I'm pretty sure it's contagious, so he might not be allowed to be around a team. I think you're probably right about that. You know what I mean? I, it, I think that's a that's the other thing that I don't know if a lot of folks are talking about. Uh, maybe I could be wrong. I think it's just like you, you were saying about saliva. I think that's the only way it could be. I think through well, saliva it can be, be tra- but aren't transmitted. You, but aren't you cont- – isn't there – I mean, as long as you're not out there. But my point being is if – okay, if uh, – it could be spread through saliva, but you are contagious early on when you have it. Are you? Not? I believe so. I know when my son he was we didn't we didn't have him around a team for probably about a week. The doctors know. Then after that, he was able to. But like you Call got for sneeze as well. So right. you got to be away. You got to be away. Like sneezing, right? So you can't share like utensils. Like, hey, uh, Sam, can I borrow your fork? Yeah, sure. Here you go, Quinnen Williams. And next thing you know, Quinnen Williams has it. You know, because he's sharing chicken palm with his fork. I yeah. Mean, you know. Well, right. But here's the other, Taz, you do lose weight. Yeah, oh, yeah, because you, you can't train, you right? right? You have you're not eating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, so there is, it's not a matter of just getting through everything that, that comes along with mono, Taz. There is the other aspect as well. Yeah, I know. That's true. You're going to lose some size. You're going to lose some muscle density. You know, these young Sam Don, he'll get that back once he starts getting his regular nutrition going. I mean, he's a pro athlete, so he, he knows what he's doing. But still, I, I get your point. It could definitely... Yeah, look, at the end of the day, like we talked about it earlier, it's just it's just almost like typical jet steal. They got so many problems. You can't get mad or blame them that a guy ends up getting mono. It, it is odd though. And it's like it poses the question, are they are they cursed? I mean, all the years of, you know, just shenanigans and ridiculousness are part of the reasons why years ago I left this franchise and my fandom is left with the Jets, and it's up in Buffalo, as everybody knows. Bill's fan Jones, because I am just this is just Typical jet ridiculous stuff that happens where it looks like they're gonna have a good year with a great running back and Lev Bell's on the team now and all this stuff. But they have a litany of injuries. I mean, it's not just a situation with Dolly. Mosley missed practice with a groin. Quinn and Williams, an ankle. Okay, the excellent young defensive rookie defensive lineman. Uh, what's the tight ends out for the year? What is what's his name? Anomaly with the uh, the neck. The neck injury. So, you know, they got like all they got all these issues. Bell had the shoulder thing, but now they're saying he's you know, it's it's, it's okay. A lot of problems in the Jets, you know? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And now they take on the Cleveland Browns on Monday night, Taz. Desperate need for a victory with their backup quarterback, Trevor Simeon. So there you have it. Those are your three big headlines here on this Friday morning. It is Taz. It's the boost. Carolina losers once again last night. The Panthers fall at home to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Raiders and Patriots did not know the sexual assault civil lawsuit was coming down against Antonio Brown as it did on Tuesday. Pats officially signed him on Monday and Sam Darnold, Jets quarterback, former USC star, is out next several weeks dealing with mono. Of course. Taz, Moose, oh. NFL picks. They come your way next. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz 
Perez and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. On a uh, Friday morning, it is Taz and the Moose with you. We got NFL picks coming your way fast. Bogish yeah. is in the house. Final time this morning. Hey, thanks, Moose. Uh, a little so- snippy. Yeah, yeah. What's your problem? You know what? You know, I'm sure you earlier. Your top of the hour, your three was very yeah. seemed forlorn. The hell's wrong with you, man? Like I, I, I'm running to the men's room during a break, alert. and I said, "Listen, I, I'm I might have be having a little bit of a stomach issue." Right. And I and I and you're like, "No, too bad." I'm like basically saying, "Pinch hit for a second if I'm a little, you know." And I said, I'm "No, thank to, you." You're like, "No, you're like, you know, no." I'm about say, to have a banana. We don't need hold on, to get worried. Nobody says to me. I hate you, Nobody says moose. He says like this. He says like this. Moose. He goes, "No, I'm good." Like, I wouldn't mind even if he said, no, I can't help you. I, I can't pinch hit. No, I can't. You know, you know, good. No, he goes, no, I'm good. You know what? Go fish a herring, okay? <laughs> How's that? It's a tough expression there for you. Nice. There you go. I'll show you. Is that a bad thing, fishing a herring? I don't know. My grandmother used to say it. I don't even know what the hell it means. But I know when she was mad, she would say that to me. Go fish a herring. So I just say it now, like forever. Nice. Just only inflection. I don't know what it means either. It just sounds like. Well, my mother used to say. You know what she used to say? Mm-hmm. Like somebody, I can't. She curses a lot. Yeah. Still, still, she's in her upper seventies. She curses f bombs awesome. nonstop. Oh, she's unbelievable. But she would tell you, go pound salt, mm-hmm. not pound sand. You want to talk to my mother? I'll no, get but her on I've the heard phone right now. Sand. No, I think you could use either, Andrew. I know. I know you want the facts, right? I know. I know. Man. You know, I'm just going to read sports news. Uh, Let's go. What exactly were the right, Panthers doing on fourth and one from the Bucks' two yard line last night? Newton walks up. It's, it's a it's a wildcat, wildcat there. Here's the snap to Chris. That's a double reverse. And he's still got the ball running. He's going to be knocked down at the one yard line. And did he get the first down? I don't think so. Gene Deckerhoff on Bucks Radio, confused by Carolina's decision to motion Cam Newton to the right. Christian McCaffrey took that direct snap, faked the reverse. And then lost a race to the corner with Vernon Hargraves. The corner brought McCaffrey down, shy of the first down, well shy of the end zone. So the Bucks escaped 2014. Jameis Winston loved it. Pretty big, big play. Defense played great all night. Uh, it was really good for our team to come here in Carolina and get a victory. To even their record at one, while the Panthers are 0-2, losing both at home. Winston and Chris Godwin connected for a score through the air. Peyton Barber ran one in. The Panthers settled for just four field goals and a safety. Sam Darnold has mono. The Jets QB is out indefinitely. Trevor Simeon starts Monday night against the Browns. Le'Veon Bell should play, though, after getting an MRI yesterday on his shoulder. Bell tweeting last night that he is all good. Washington running back Darius Geis, not good. Reportedly had knee surgery yesterday. Expected to miss six to eight weeks. Maybe you missed this yesterday afternoon, or maybe you want to hear it again. Young ready, here it comes. Lagarce hammers it, deep to left. Rojas looking back near the wall. It is gone! A home run! A grand slam! And for Juan Lagares, his first home run at City Field this year. The baby version of Wayne Randazzo on WCBS 880 here in New York. Baby edition. Uh, Rendition. (laughs) I don't even know what you're talking about. Why is that, bro? The helium filter. Oh, I got you. Oh, we've oh, done oh. this before. Yeah, we did. Sorry, Sorry. Bogus and I did. You're right. Uh, did you guys ever Sorry, do the but, Fitzpatrick Fitzpatrick thing with the yes, Dolphins? You yes. did that? Oh, no, when we did that. With, <laughs> well, Randazzo sounds yeah, like it's, no, Randazzo sounds like it's 1952. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, does. look at the big balloon up in the air there. <laughs> That's funny. Well, Lagares, he's uh, in his best home run. 
on. Sick of everybody, Moose. I really am. I'm just tired of everybody. It's Friday. Hang in there. Yeah, I really am. I'm just tired of everybody. Uh, the Mets smack the Diamondbacks 11-1 for a four-game sweep. They stay two games behind the Cubs and Brewers for the second NL wild card. Arizona's three and a half back now after a fifth consecutive loss. The Rays fell in Texas 6-4, giving up the AL wild card, the top AL wild card, that is. Now a half game behind the A's, who won their third in a row in Houston 3-2. Idle Cleveland is a half game behind Tampa Bay. And a quick hockey note, the Winnipeg Jets just announced the defenseman Dustin Bufflin is taking a personal leave of absence from the team. Obviously, no specific reason was given. Guys? All right. Uh, thank you, Andrew. It's well great. done. Great job. You added a lot to today's show. <laughs> I agree. Thanks, Mike. Um, yeah. By the way, you, uh, anytime soon you're going to have your... Guest spot on the newest edition Good of question. Basketball Drives. Oh, Today. God. What are you, invested in that, Taz? You bring Maybe. it up every day. No, I... I, I, Mike I thank po- you, Taz. No, I just thought I'm invested. I just... Mike is No, Mike posted a funny uh, video clip yesterday. I, I had a retweet. I thought it was funny, and he did some start, funny stuff on uh, with people on the street. I thought it was pretty funny. Every day you bring it up. No, I just, you know, I'm I was just, just curious. Good investment. No, I know. I just, I know Andrew. Andrew when Andrew's, are you going to be on? Guess not, we're taping today. I don't know when the podcast will. Oh, I didn't know that. Tuesday. Wow. Tuesday. Nice. Wow. What time yeah. is that at? A ten something. Ten oh five. Yeah. Uh, which studio? Mike's studio. Uh, whichever it'll be the our zoom in broad uh, our zoom in studio. No, it'll be the WFAN uh, one of their studios. Production studios. No, not their production studio. That's the Mike studio. They've all fried. Using. I would imagine then you'd be using the mic studio. Correct, yes. Okay. Wow. Gosh. Or Boomer or Boomer and yeah, Geo. No, yeah, Boomer yeah, and Geo. It'll, it'll be Boomer, Boomer and Geo, Geo then, right, because yeah. they'll be they switch. Mike's up. not here late. Well, why why are those studios called after those people? That's annoying. But this is not called Taz and Moose Studio. Fair well, point. Because I mean, well, I mean, one of them is branded the Mike Francesa Studio. Right. Okay, but the officially, other one, right? There's officially, a plaque. There's a plaque. But, but the that's, other one's time okay, you're tired. That, that's a fair point, but there's another show in there, Joe and Evan. Evan no, I, I understand, but it's officially the Mike Francesa when he retires. Just because they, they put a sign studio. in there? Oh, he retired and he came back. Okay, that's fair. Right. Okay, but Boomer and Geo Studio, nobody else has a show in there? Uh, no. Well, now now Mackie and Bart do a studio in there. Okay, so it shouldn't be. Why are we sitting here calling it the Boomer and Geo Studio? Because it's decorated for Boomer and Geo. Correct. So what? Well, it's technically their studio. Because they have, they have TV. They got cameras in there. Correct. That, their cameras are on. Our cameras are off here. That, but that is so true. So Tiki and Tini do a show in here. They're on TV, on CBS. So why then? It's well, just, we have a myriad. A, of, maybe yeah. they, maybe we should name this the Jody McDonald Studio. Mm. I love Jody. I think that'd be a great idea. He's no, the man. I'm all on board. Yeah. I, think, I mean, that'd be great. I we just should, don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of labels. A tired of labels. I was I was trying to promote basketball drives, Moose. That's what I was trying to do. Thank you, Taz. But um, you just did. Get, it's out there. Did you see the thing that he put on Twitter? At all? It's I pretty did not. Funny. No, it, I missed it. Well, I mean, I neither. It. I'm sure it was great, though. Uh, sure, it was fantastic. It actually is. It's a bit, I, I'm you know. sure it was. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Mike. I'm proud of you. You're welcome. I'm honored to be on this podcast. Listen, yeah. when you go on this podcast here shortly, I will mention you. Please mention me. Put me over. Of course. You know, what else would I do? Over, talk about how great it is to work with me yep. and you love me. Especially you know? today. Yeah. And, you know, that'd be Please great. Please do not mention me. Let's go. Week two, NFL picks. The Taz and Moose picks are for fun only. This is not for gambling purposes, just some chuckles and a good time. Enjoy the Taz and Moose picks now. Fun. Listen irresponsibly. <laughs> it's now time for the Taz and Moose NFL picks. The three picks you need to know. 
All right, so here we go. Taz the Moose, week two NFL picks, a game already in the books. If we were to take on note, I would have taken Carolina last night, but uh, that was not one of our Me selections. Too. Yes, <laughs> last too. week I need to rally. Taz, you were 3-0 a week ago. I was 0-3, so uh, need to make up a significant amount of ground, but it's early. It it's is. Early. It is early. Time is on my side. All right, you Taz, time. you're you up. Time. Go ahead. Oh, man, oh, man. All right, uh, where are we going to go? We're going to do a little, um, hmm, I'm trying to see which one to start with. I'm going to go Ravens, uh, Ravens, and I'm going Ravens over the cards. I think the Ravens will cover. Um, you know, look, a lot of hype over, you know, what we saw Lamar Jackson do. I think he had five touchdowns. I'm not looking at it right this second. And was on fire. Uh, you know, they played the Dolphins. I mean, so the Dolphins seem like they're going to be uh, the team that, that you know, kind of gets whipped on. So, you know, it's that's not a big deal. You did that to, to the Dolphins. But still, um, it's impressive. That Lamar Jackson this second year making some noise. So I, I do like I do like the Ravens and I do think they will cover. So uh, that's the route I'm going on that. All right, so you're gonna lay the 13 with Baltimore yes. at home against the Arizona Cardinals early game down in Baltimore, let Maryland. Me, before we move on to your game, let me ask your opinion. You're, you feel in an NFL game 13, 13 is a lot. It's a lot for an NFL team yeah. to lay. It's yeah. a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like with the Cardinals, though, it's okay. You can do this. I feel like they're going to be fine. The Ravens, that's why I think they're going to cover. I think that the Cardinals, you know, with, with, with the new kid, Kyler Murray, I don't know. They got to get their sea legs under them. He's green. Every, you know, there's a lot of stuff on that team going on with Cliff Kingsbury as the coach. That's why I'm confident in 13, the Ravens will cover. Um, all right, pick number one for me, 425 on Sunday afternoon out in Denver, Colorado, in Power Field at Mile High, they call it now. Uh, I'm going to take the Chicago Bears as a slight road favorite in Denver, taking on the Broncos. I'm going to lay the two and a half. Denver, short work week for them. They played the late game on Monday night out in Oakland. Short flight back home. I get it. Last time we saw Chicago was a while back, and it was uh, you know uh, a tough opening night loss against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers at home. We know the Bears can get after it defensively, led by Khalil Mack. Front seven is absolutely fantastic, and Flacco is an absolute... Uh, uh, is like a lamppost in the middle of that pocket. <laughs> yeah, he does not it, move, yeah. I mean, in any way, right. shape, or form. So he's going to be an easy target to attack. And I do think that outside of Chubb and Miller, I think you can attack that Broncos defense. Now I'm banking on Mitchell Trubisky playing much better in game two than he did in game one. They've had a lot of time to think about it. Uh, I think the Bears are just a flat-out better team. Uh, I'd be surprised if they started this year 0-2. That's why I'm going to take him week two on the road in Denver. I'll lay the two and a half. Trubisky plays better. Defense gets after Flacco. Couple Bronco turnovers. Win the game by double digits. Give me Chicago pick number one for me. All right, cool. Sounds good. I like it. I like it. All right, so we got the 1 o'clock on Sunday, the Los Angeles Chargers. They go on the road to the Motor City to play the Detroit Lions. And uh, I think it's going to be a hell of a game. I really do. Um, Chargers are plus two and a half. Honestly, Moose, I do not think the Chargers, I do not think they will cover. I, I will take the Detroit Lions with the points. Um, you know, I watched the Lions play last week. I, I, I was, I, 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 I mean, I like what I saw in the Lions. I, I do think that um, uh, Matt Stratford, I do think he's, he's, you know, he's a talented guy. He can ball out there, and I like him as a leader. He's you know he's he's got his act together. I, you know, I, I just something about it. I understand everything. You know, uh, Philip Rivers, he's the man. This, that, and the other thing. They're on the road. I think Detroit's a little tough place to play too. Uh, so anyway, I don't think the Chargers are going to cover. I'll take the lines. 
You're going to take the Lions. I'm going to take the the big number. We're going to head down to South Beach next. Um, I'm going to take the New England Patriots, and I'm going to lay. Maybe I'm going to be foolish, but I'm going to lay the 18-and-a-half and and take the Pats. Um, It has more to do with how bad Miami is than how great New England is. I don't Mm. think New England's as great as their throb, uh, as their basically demolition of the Steelers on the opening Sunday night game where they win that game 33-3. I don't think they're that good. However, uh, they're significantly better than Miami. Uh, They own the Steelers at home. Now they go on the road. And historically speaking, Miami's not been good to the New England Patriots. Remember the play last year um, where the, the Dolphins had the miraculous victory. A different Dolphin team, Fitzpatrick at quarterback, they'll be able to get after him, hit him. Maybe you see Josh Rosen at some point in this game. Mm. We'll see Antonio Brown, I'm sure, on Sunday for the Patriots as well. You've got a ton of weapons for that team. I don't think they can get after Tom Brady and make him uncomfortable. It's a huge number in the NFL standards, but I think deservedly so. I think if you're a knockout pick, you know, I think it should be the, the New England Patriots this week. Give me the Pats. I'll lay the 18 and a half. They're a really good team. Miami's a brutal football team. Uh, and they might only win one or two games, if that, this entire year. Give me the New England Patriots laying the 18-and-a-half. That's pick number two for me. All right, Moose, uh, Monday night. We'll do a little Monday night action here where uh, the Browns uh, go on the road to East Rutherford to play the New York Jets. Uh, both teams right now sitting at 0-1. We know all the news about Sam Donald having mono that he will not play. He's out indefinitely for definitely a couple of weeks, few weeks. We'll see how long it is. Could be four, five weeks, six weeks. We've been talking about it throughout the show here. You know, uh, so that's a ma- massive, massive problem. By the way, uh, the the situation is, <laughs> I think this could be a bad week for the Jets. Not just they're going to lose, but I think they're going to get pounded on a little bit, to be honest with you. And I think the Browns uh, will cover the Browns. <coughs> excuse me. Browns are laying six and a half. <laughs> I'm choking here. Uh, six and a half. I will take the Browns. Uh, give the Jets their six and a half. I think this is going to be a beating. I think all the stars that are on um, on this Browns team come out and step up uh, from Beckham to Mayfield to Ninjoko to Chubb uh, to, to Juice Landry to the defense. I think this is a great week for the Browns to all the doubt we had because they got whooped last week. Now they have an opportunity to bounce back hard on a Jet team that's got to be lacking confidence because, you know, their quarterback is down and out. They got a lot of injuries. Uh, Trevor Simeon's going to start at quarterback. Um, I think he's like 13, 11, I believe. But I'm not looking at it. Like in his career as a quarterback. That is correct. Yeah, so uh, I locked it in my head somehow. But anyway, so I'll take the uh, I'll take the Browns. I think they will cover. All right, you're going to take the Browns. You're going to lay the six. six. Um, I got six Monday and a half. Night. You got six? I got I six. six. But yeah, whatever. You go six and a half? Whatever you the, yeah, I'm just the thing I'm looking the six than six and a half. All right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's true. Yeah, you're right. right. So you'll take good the point. six, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Don't fight me on that one. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Uh, that. That's better for you. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that's honest. Uh, no, I got you. Pick number three for me. We're going to go to Lambeau Field, home opener for the Green Bay Packers. And they're a two and a half point home favorite against the Minnesota Vikings. And uh, I'm going to take the road dog in this one, and I'm going to take Minnesota. I was against Minnesota last week, and I was dead wrong. And that was a god-awful pick. And they handed it to the Atlanta Falcons. And they knocked them around, and they beat them up. And they got after it defensively. Dalvin Cook looked great running the football. 
Um, you know, they didn't even get a, a, a you know, a quintessential uh, performance by, uh, you know, uh, by one of their star wide receivers. I mean, Thielen was very, very good. Stephon Diggs was dealing with that hamstring injury. But now they go on the road in Green Bay taking the Packers. Uh, weather will not be a factor. Sunny skies, temperature in the mid-70s. The Vikings are a better football team right now. It's not an overreaction from what I saw the opening Thursday night game in Chicago. I just look at this Green Bay team. I think it's going to find them, take them a little bit of a time to find an offensive rhythm with LaFleur as their head coach and their play caller. We know how brilliant Rodgers is. I love the weapons that they have. Geronimo Allison and Valdez Scantling and Devontae Adams. I don't know if they can run in a ball effectively enough with Aaron Jones. I don't. And I think Minnesota goes into Green Bay, and I think they win this game outright. Um, Cousins showed you a little something last week. The entire Viking team did. They look like they're uh, extremely motivated. Look more, look better than probably I've seen them in a year look. Um, remember last year they struggled out of the game with that loss at home to the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. Remember that yeah, one? Oh, yeah. It was um, awesome. I loved it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think they go into Lambeau. I think they beat the Packers. Uh, I think Cousins plays well. Cook runs the ball effectively enough. Offensive line looked better last week against Atlanta. Give me the Minnesota Vikings plus the two and a half on the road in Green Bay. That's pick three for me. All right. So uh, let's go do the recap. Something we do here on this show after we do our picks. We'll just go through it in case someone just jumped in late. I like Minnesota plus the two and a half. New England laying the 18 and a half. And I'm taking the Bears on the road in Denver laying the two and a half. All right, so I have uh, I have the Ravens at home, uh, and I feel they will cover with the Cardinals. I have the Ravens laying thirteen. Yeah, I have the Chargers. I feel like, I'm sure sh- sh- I have the Lions. Uh, I feel the Chargers will not cover. I have the Lions. Give me my points at home. I'll take Detroit with the two and a half. And then the Monday night game, I have the Browns. I feel the Browns will cover. The Browns are on the road against the Jets on Monday night. The Browns are uh, minus six. I think the Browns will cover, so there you have it. There you have it, your picks. Three for me, three for Taz here. Week two, NFL, we come back. We got the undercard for you. That comes your way next, an action-packed Friday morning, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Guarantee low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every single day. All right. What are we doing? We're doing undercard here? here? We're going to talk about the arena stuff. Remember we had a little chat? That's part of the undercard? Yes. That's just a little preview. Yes. People have no idea what I'm talking about. Here we go. All right. Three, two, one. Here we go. Yes, 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 yes. Taz and the Moose present the Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. All right, Michael, what do we got? All right, I'll start with that one. The Miami Heat Arena. Well, the name, the rights are up. Have you heard of any companies buying it? <laughs> now, okay, so what's it named now? So you do this one. American Airlines? Yeah, American, uh, yeah. I think so. American Airlines, right? So uh, here, I'll. I'll, I'll oh, you're I'll, gonna you're gonna take that. I'll say it because you guys, I mean, <laughs> just passing it off. 
I mean, I, I tee you up, Mike. We tee him up. That's I'll tremendous. Take right? I'll like take I'll take the and, shot. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll pass on this no, one. Uh, so yeah, Moose, what <laughs> Right. Who submitted a name to, to Miami Heat Arena, Moose? Tell right. us. So an official statement from Bang Brothers <laughs> announced uh, plans okay. to rename the former American Airlines Arena to Bang Bros Center. <laughs> now, Bang Bros, uh, they have submitted a $10 million bid for the naming rights of the Miami Heat Arena. So, those that are unfamiliar, that's a porn company. Well, we could say adult film. I mean, well, that's what, I mean now we're splitting hairs, Taz. No. Now, the one who wouldn't take it, now is criticizing the verbiage I'm using. It's a, it's oh a, right, it's an adult entertainment company. Yeah, okay? they're, they're You want to be completely politically correct. So, so, there you go. Site, well, right, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it, it, what, half a dozen, one or the other. Right. Now, you, you look at it, uh, number one is, first off, it's hilarious. There's no doubt about it. It's very, very funny. Number two, they've got no shot in hell of it ever being named Bang Bros Center. Right. Which is just maybe the greatest name of all time. The BBC. Yeah, the BBC. Bang Bros Center. Mike, what are other naming right deals in the NBA? What? What? Other naming right deals in the NBA, just by comparison. Oh, you got Barclays. Oh, well, the Barclays Center is the most, and that's a $400 million deal over 20 years, so it comes through 10 a year. Okay. Now, I know the BBC that you referenced was a $10 million in total, so I don't think it even – I mean, it's not even close to what they can, what, what another yeah. company is. Right, offering. but so that's it's a $10 million offer. Is it just for a one-year deal? We that we don't million? know. That I don't, don't know. know. You know, don't and know. I, I didn't want to dig too deep on the search in the Internet because I wasn't sure where it was going to well, take me on yeah, these companies. Especially emails. with that, the computer issues. You know, I don't want to go down that road, and then yeah. all of a sudden I'm at a totally different place. Well, you're doing basketball drives full-time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah. I don't. So I got to feel. I got to feel, Moose, that this company, uh, Bang Bros. Yeah, okay, they're never I, get it. Yeah, I don't think they want it. Well, well no, they it, don't want it. Well, they, it's they, a publicity. They, stunt. Right, it's a publicity. They, they stunt. offered yeah. one million a year. Yeah, that's the, they know. They they want they guys no like shot. us biting into It's a into ten this. year, ten million dollar offer. They worked us like mocks. You are no, a mock. It's, they it's got hilarious. Us. They didn't get. No, it's hilarious. It's me. a ten year, ten million dollar deal. One million a year. They, they're not getting it. They don't want it. They don't no, want. No, they, they and they they officially announced the uh, via their their Twitter handle um, that uh, they made the official offer of the Miami Heat. You don't follow them, right? I do not. No, no. I'm sure there's someone here who follows them on Twitter. I would imagine. I would think there's several just looking around. Well, as they said, they said as they said in their. Let me read it here. Easy, easy. Wow, you put that name uh, in, you get some interesting stuff pop both up. The oh! he, both the Heat and Bang Bros have become staples of the city with huge fans of each. It doesn't get more Miami than having the arena sponsored by Bang Bros. <laughs> I didn't see that statement, but you should be the official voiceover guy for yeah. that. <laughs> if it, you did the voiceover, it'd be just It doesn't money, get dude. more Miami than having the arena sponsored by Bang Bros. Oh, my God, dude. It's unbelievable. Could you imagine if this really would have happened? I, look, it's not going to because what? they're not, you know, it's just they're not, they're not, I don't think they have the money because they're just saying that. They're saying that because they know it's a deal that no one's going to take because it's not enough money. Bogus doing an update on Taz and the Moose. <laughs> Let's head down to Bang Bros Center. <laughs> Heat Bucks Wednesday night special. <laughs> 
Oh my God! Greek freak. Uh, Greek freak. That be big. The Greek freak went off at Bang Bro Center. Oh, he's, he's... <laughs> I don't know. I it's... mean, there's just so many ones. No, you could just go on. You and could on. just. I mean, I mean it's, it is. It's, it's uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, even WWE can run shows there. That'd be great. I mean, uh, I, yeah, that's yeah, right. Great. Yeah, we could do that. Um, yeah. I mean, Vince so they, McMahon. We're live from Bang Bro Center. The BBC. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> you do a pretty good Vince. That's pretty good. Oh, my God. Dude, that would be so funny. Oh. Dude, Imagine the Miami Heat on the jerseys. They got to put it on the front stop, of it. Stop, stop, no, stop. Just whatever. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be funny. Right. I'm like, oh. Uh, so, there you have it. Uh, all right. Next. Oh, uh, we can do more. Yeah. Uh, alcohol.org broke down NFL game day and non-game day consumption by teams and found out the two teams' fan bases that are the heaviest drinkers. Any guesses first? I could guess. Philadelphia, number one. Not on the list. Not I'm on the shocked. top two, I should say. Okay. Buffalo, number one. No, surprising again. Washington Redskins. Not them as well. Can you give us a hint? One of the... Uh, Team colors. Hint, uh, no, hint no, gives no it that away. gives it away. All right. Houston Texans. No. Okay. Dallas Cowboys. No. I. I think we we kind of reached yeah, the point of guessing. No, no, no. So I want to get one of the teams right. I'm trying to think. We named seven teams. We're no, wrong. No, I, I understand. Who, like, what team's fan base drinks themselves? It's in an, air, it's in an area where alcohol consumption is done on the regular based on the area. Philadelphia. The no, no, again. <laughs> I've been there. They drink a lot of beer. <laughs> Wait, uh, it's their big. quarterback rhymes with Brew Rees. Oh, New, New Orleans. Orleans. Yes, wow. Good right. guess. Yeah, that was a good well, hint, I mean. I mean good could, hint. Yeah, you could have basically written it down with that hint. Their quarterback rhymes with who be? No, Brew Reed. I just created And then we're like, New Brew. Orleans fans like, yes, got it. Yeah, shit. All right, yeah, no, yes. No, but he, he said Brew Reed's like, um, <laughs> like, like, Drew Brees. Right. The other team oh. rhymes with Eric Farr. Is the quarterback Oakland. Eric Farr? Oakland. I would say the Raiders. Correct, yeah. Derek Farr is the quarterback. Derek Carr is the Derek Carr, not Derek Farr. Oh, come on, Derek, Eric Farr. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. So Oakland, uh, New Orleans, and Oakland—they're pounding Oakland. beers nonstop. Pounding. And it, it's it's funny that Oakland Alameda Coliseum—they cut off a lot of the stadium. Soon to be called. It's uh, off. Soon to be called the BBC. That's a whole other story. <laughs> Those that listen to the uh, first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Oh, ah. boy! That NL wild card is heating up right now. The Nats have the first wild card. Cubs, Brewers tied for the second. With the Mets, Phillies two games back. Arizona three and a half back for that final spot. Mike, Which just, of those crazy just, NL teams uh, get it done and get into those darn playoffs? Mike, just hand it to our Mets, bro. Just hand it over. We got this S in the bank. Yeah! I'm confident now, baby. You should be. Just swept the Diamondbacks. Beat Dodgers the... coming to town. Oh, that's true. Syndergaard um, on the mound game one tonight against Los Angeles. Hopefully Ramos isn't catching because Syndergaard doesn't like Ramos. Well, yeah, Ramos Syndergaard loves making home. those excuses. Yeah. Who is catching tonight? Do we know the starting lineup? No, it's it 8.53 in the morning. It should be Ramos. 
I don't think it, I don't think we do. They have not been the games uh, like eleven hours from now. About four o'clock this afternoon, three thirty. Taz, you'll know the lineups. Neil doing a midday game. Yesterday, no, so you no, it, it's not an afternoon affair. They're Taz. not playing eleven a.m. today. No, they're not. They're not. They're not getting the game going right when you London. Right when you get in the car, Taz. <laughs> they're, not getting, they're not starting the game. No, I, I think oh, the Mets got a hell of an opportunity. If I'd ask you right now, which and that's are getting there, <laughs> gun to my head. I'll tell you, man, that Brewer team, give them a lot of credit. They lose their best player. They've won seven in a row. They're not going away quietly into the night. They're done. Um, They're done. Stop. uh, Mets. All the way. There's nobody else to talk about. No, you got the Cubs. You're still two out. All right. Got a couple teams to jump over. All right. So, Nats and Mets. All right, bro. There you have. Hey, great job, Bruce. That's a nice smile on your face, then. Yes, sir. Mike, Billy, great job. Bogus. Taz, great job, bro. You too, sir. Thank you, everyone involved with the show. You got it. Uh, Folks, enjoy your weekend. Until Monday, everybody. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 